0: home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chen. Okay. Good to have you
1: tuning in tonight. Blake Dermott's going to join us a little bit later on Elk's Lost 2814 in Winnipeg yesterday. They play again next Saturday home game against the BC Lions as the uh, Elks will try to get their long awaited first win of the season. Going to be tough against the BC team that shut them out back in week two. CFL tonight at the half. Toronto in control against Hamilton. They lead it 23. 780 496 0063. We're having fun with this one. Your hole in one story. Now I interviewed a young lady, Taylor Ma, who got two aces in the same round last Wednesday at River Ridge. We had some callers call in with really good stories. We've had some texts as well. Kellen hit me with a couple more quick.
0: Yeah, Jordy uh, liked the interview and uh, uh, wanted to ask, did she buy a double round of drinks at the clubhouse? Uh, I should have asked that. I don't know if that's still
1: people still do that. Or is that an old guy thing that not only people my age and older know
0: about. See, I'm new to the golf thing, but that's what I was told Is in the rare occurrence that does happen, you do buy, uh, buy uh, you don't yeah. you do buy around for the entire I would at least
1: buy right? for my my playing partners. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so, right, so I don't know if she did
0: or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spaceman texts again and says first wants to shout out Dale from Jason B from work. Uh, I'm on the road right now listening. Good job. Uh, I've got a hole in one on the first hole of the Kinsman pitch and putt when I was 13 off of a really bad slice and a very lucky bounce. <laughs> Since it was the first hole and I was just a kid, the people at the clubhouse shack saw it and made me a trophy. To this day, it's the only sports-related trophy I have. And he says he's 35 now. So. Well,
1: that's for hey. At least you got one, and at least you got an ace. That's pretty cool. Hey, you need a little bit of luck, right? I, I mean, I remember reading an article, oh, probably 20 or 30 years ago, about aces, and they interviewed PGA players about aces and they said well I'd sooner hit 20 shots to five feet because that's a better uh, showcase of your skill because you're not necessarily trying to make an ace from the tee you're trying to put the ball in a certain part of the green to make a putt but having said that a hole in one is pretty cool also pretty cool is winning a golf tournament and that's what my next guest did Earlier this week, a uh, three-round event at Windermere. It was the Alberta Mid-Amateur Championship, so that's for golfers 25 and older. Barrett Jarosh is at Windermere's his home course, and he won the tournament, and he checks in now. Barrett, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Well, it's awesome to have you on the show. Congratulations on your victory yesterday at Windermere.
2: How does it feel
1: to grab the tournament victory?
2: Uh. feels great it was uh, it was special to play it um, at home at, at a golf course I've been a, a part of since 1996 um, it's it's been a big part of my life it uh, it got me my education with a golf scholarship and uh, and uh, got to play pro for a little bit so um, you know to kind of come full circle back to uh, being an amateur again and have an event there and be able to to sneak it out uh, was very very uh, enjoyable
1: all right and of course uh, at Windermere your home course um did did that help on any shots did the local knowledge pay off at any point
2: uh I would say yes um I mean a home course advantage, I think it's is funny when a tournament comes about because it usually plays faster, there's different pin locations than you would ever play normally, so it's kind of foreign to even a, a person that plays there all the time, but there's definitely a comfort level knowing where to miss the ball uh, on certain tee shots or certain greens or um, you, you definitely know the bunkers to avoid and stuff, so yeah, I would say there was some some home course advantage.
1: Well, I understand when you say where to miss because that's most of my shots are misses. But even the misses don't go where I'm hoping. Uh, so, all right, so t- t- kind of dramatic here. Tell us about the final round and then and then the playoff. I mean, this was a tense one, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I um, uh, I, I held the lead after every round and and held it going into the final round and. I mean, I, I don't get to play much tournament golf, so um, the nerves were were definitely kicking in throughout the round, and I lost the lead midway through the final round and uh, managed to just kind of stay patient and opportunity presented itself late in the round I made a really good birdie on 17 uh, when the leader made bogey, so a two-shot swing there and drew even with one to play. We both part 18 and then uh, went to a playoff hole, played 18 again, and happened uh, to make uh, about a 20 footer to, to win.
1: Okay, so a nice putt. Uh, to, did you did you know that putt pretty well, or was that to a bit of a
2: foreign flag location? I, I I didn't know the putt. I knew it broke more than what you would see, so I just played more than what I thought, and and it happened to catch the cup. So and what yeah. what was the
1: reaction when you went in? Like, did people, its loved ones,
2: run on the green, or what happened? Yeah, no people went pretty nuts. I I feel very fortunate. I had quite a few people even um, other players that that finished earlier in the day come back out and and follow around. They had a drink cart um, following all the spectators. So I think people were having some beers and walking along. So felt uh, felt very special to have a bunch of members and friends and family walking around.
1: Well, good for you to experience that. Barrett Jarosz joining us tonight at Inside Sports from Windermere. He is the uh, Alberta Mid-Amateur champion won that tournament yesterday as he's telling you on his home course and you have a great kind of golf story um i mean tell us a little bit about uh well i'll, I'll go way way back how'd you get into the sport somebody gets you into it uh, was it your number one all the time tell me a little bit about that
2: no it was uh it was more just something i did once or twice a year with family uh in the summer I grew up like like most kids playing hockey and and baseball and and that stuff so golf wasn't really on the radar and uh, actually a friend of mine um, from school and and we played some sports together um, said hey you should come out and be a sponsored junior at Windermere and so his uh, his dad sponsored me and I joined Windermere as uh, my, my parents were never members or anything and uh, joined and really enjoyed, um, you know, the, the individual aspect of there was no one to blame but yourself, whether it was good or bad, right. and got into it, played my first tournament at, uh, at 14 years old, and, uh, and, and just was, was hooked and, and had a passion for it. So got into it, um, played junior golf, got recruited by a couple of schools to go to the U.S. Uh, on a scholarship, ended up going to University of Denver on a scholarship and had a wonderful time there Um, left played uh, one year of amateur golf and then turned professional played on the Canadian tour, which is now PGA Tour Canada. uh, For a couple years before successfully getting through Q school and and back then Q school was six rounds. And it was PGA tour and nationwide tour at the time and top 25 went to the PGA tour. And then I think the next 50 went to the, uh, the nationwide tour. So got my nationwide tour card there and played on that tour for two years before uh, deciding that uh, the professional golf grind probably wasn't for me um, and my my lifestyle and what I enjoy doing, spending time with family. So I packed it in. In 2012, I, I packed it in for professional golf and uh, got my amateur status back in 2015 and just started playing kind of competitive amateur tournaments just a couple years ago. Uh, now that work kind of allows and uh, and I've got a passion back for uh, for enjoying feeling the nerves and playing competitive golf.
1: So did you ever totally step away from playing? Like, did you ever feel like, I don't know if I like golf anymore?
2: Um, for, I'd say, the first year to two years after I, I stopped playing professionally, um, I would only maybe play a couple times a year. Really? Um, I I just, it was very tough to, you know, you, you have an expectation of what you can do, but if you're not practicing and playing all the time, the product that you deliver doesn't meet that, and you just find kind of a tough tough spot fitting in. I mean, golf was always very serious for me. I, you know, you, you don't wear shorts, you wear pants, you never ride in a cart or have a beer. And so trying to turn off the competitive mindset to enjoy it more recreationally was actually quite tough for me. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I just, I got it actually. My, my wife um, loves golfing. And so we got out a bunch together and I got kind of uh, I guess used to the recreational aspect and now I thoroughly enjoy playing with people of all, all skill levels. I enjoy having a beer on the golf course, playing in shorts, listening to music while you play, um, and not, not, not taking it too seriously. And I've, I think my, my expectations now match what my current ability is. <laughs> yeah. And that, that makes it enjoyable.
1: Well, that's, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure any casual golfer who got would get paired with you would be like, oh, this guy's pretty damn good." So, <laughs> you're, you know, I'm sure you still amaze a lot of people when you're out there for a casual round. Well, that that's a great story. And golf, obviously, uh, uh, a big part of it. that was your wife. Pretty good, you said she likes golf, but is she? She,
2: she is pretty good. good. Golf. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's she's a member at Windermere also, and uh, she's a wonderful player. She played as a kid, but didn't really have friends that played, so she didn't pick it up. She took a couple lessons, and then uh, once once we met and got together and started dating, we got out a little bit more. Now she she's part of ladies' league, and and she plays quite a bit. And yeah, she can shoot in the in the low to mid 80s, and and hits a very nice ball. So okay. it's uh, I I now enjoy the the couples golf and the weekend golf, and she's uh, she's got me into that.
1: I'm wondering too, you mentioned your life on the nationwide tour and I've interviewed Will Bateman several times. So you probably, if you don't know of, if you don't know him, you certainly know of. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he won the Fortnite cup last year, obviously, and is now on, on the corn ferry, as you said, that's what the nationwide is now. But yeah, I interviewed him about a month ago. So and he was, I can't remember where he'd been and then he was in Oklahoma and then he was going somewhere else. And then he was going to try to come home for a week. Um, hey being being a pro athlete's great right but there's that whole side of it a lot of people probably don't see
2: big time i i often compare it to you know you look at call it the the major uh, professional sports and you have a home team you play half your games at home professional golfers have no home games i mean unless you live in phoenix or or where a tour event is (laughs) you know all weeks are road games and so it it just it's tough. And and I'm a person that uh, I've got a very tight knit family. I like spending time with family. I like hunting. I like fishing. And so, you know, it got to a point when I was grinding out there that, um, you know, I wasn't upset when I'd miss a cut because I could grab a late Friday flight zip home and spend the weekend at home. And, uh, and that's when I kind of knew that uh, maybe uh, maybe my time was uh my time was up as far as uh yeah. chasing that dream
1: if it's if you're not crushed to miss the cut then yeah maybe you, you got to change your focus a little bit well still yeah. That, yeah, great story and, and golfs obviously meant a lot to you and and uh, and you've earned a lot of opportunities as a result uh let everybody know what your day job is though and you're totally allowed to plug your business here
2: <laughs> I uh I uh, own and operate a commercial roofing company um, called Standard Roofing in Edmonton. Um, we kind of do everything from a 7-Eleven up to Rogers Place size buildings. Um, so yeah, that's it's was a family business. I worked in and around it as a kid. When I first turned professional, that's what I did in the off season. When I wasn't uh, chasing the Canadian tour around uh, Canada and used to be in Mexico and in California when I played. So in the winters, I worked at the roofing company um, fabricating and installing sheet metal flashings. So uh, that's kind of how I I worked my way up to afford to, uh, to go and play during the summers.
1: Well, good for you. And any more tournaments this summer or is this, will this be it?
2: Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I mean, it's tough when most golf tournaments are during the week and holiday time is is valuable, especially when you run a business. So, uh, no, my wife and I are going to go to Nationals, the Canadian Mid-Amateur. It's in uh, St. Andrews-by-the-Sea, New Brunswick this year. So we'll head out there and I think it's the third week of August and, uh, and play that.
1: Okay, we'll have to get in touch around then so I can keep an eye on how you're doing. So maybe we're doing a, an interview about a national championship in about a month. That'd be pretty there fun. You go. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, congratulations. I'm glad you got to experience not just the victory, but victory on your home course at Windermere Barrett. Great story. Thanks for telling your story tonight on Inside Sports. Keep in touch, my friend.
2: Thank you very much. Take care.
1: Good chat there with Barrett Girache, the Alberta Mid-Amateur Champion. He used to play on the uh, Nationwide Tour. He got the win at his home course of Windermere. That was a three-round tournament. It wrapped up yesterday. Well, we've had some good stuff on the show tonight. Some stories from you as well with getting a hole-in-one. Talked a little auto racing. Of course, we've talked about the Elks, which we will do a, a bit more with Blake Dermott coming up. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chat. <laughs>
0: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers.
1: I, I love getting stories from listeners. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That's the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. When we do an off-topic topic, we never know what the reaction is going to be. I accept that sometimes there just might not be any, and we just don't talk about that off-topic topic. Sometimes we get one, and I'm pleasantly surprised, and that is what has happened tonight mm-hmm. because we've had uh, what are, we had three or four phone calls, and we've had uh, numerous texts with a hole-in-one story an ace that you hit yourself or you witnessed. Give me a couple more,
0: Kelly. All right. Uh, Al texts in and says, "Read many years ago at the now extinct nine-hole course off of Ellerslie Road called Ravine View, I hit a I hit my tee shot, but I hooked it so bad, it went way into the bushes. So I hit a provisional and candid, so my hole-in-one became a free on my scorecard.
1: Got a par, (laughs) yes, by hitting it in off the tee. I I guess technically... Well, you you scored it honestly, which I appreciate, because I I always try to keep
0: as honest a score as possible. Mm -hmm. So that was a three. Yes, indeed. Uh, Shane texts in and says, I sort of have a whole-in-one story. I'll preface this with, I don't golf. I'm not someone who golfs. I went to a driving range in Edinburgh once uh, with a a friend of mine who does golf. Like Edinburgh, Scotland? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah, there we go. So uh, we pull up. To our side by side tees, and I turn to him and say, Okay, so what do I do? He looks out and says, See that target? There were a few netting targets in the range there. Shoot for that. So I take a random club from him. I take my first ball, put it on a tee. I had a shot up, check the wind. Ch- take my swing, and bam, dead center into target. I look at him, make sure he's looking. due to club flip and casually mention, now what? He wasn't very happy with me. <laughs>
1: that's what I'm that's a, well, that's a pretty good story. Yes, okay. Thank you for those, guys. Absolutely. 780-496-0063. Halfway through the third quarter in Hamilton, Argos leading the Tiger Cats. Friday night football in the Canadian Football League. Elks have been playing a lot of Thursday night games. Uh, Maybe they need to try a different day of the week. I don't know if that's the problem or not. They lost again last night in Winnipeg. For the third time this season, the Elks were tied at halftime. And uh, they could not figure out how to get it done in the second half. We will discuss further with Blake Dermott. Coming up next, Inside Sports on 630 Check. I'm not going to